Welcome to another edition of I've Got a Beatles podcast, an educational, informative, and irreverent look at all things Beatles. I'm David Thurmeyer, music theory professor, songwriter, and owner of a sitar. And I'm Chris Bragg, writer, comedic actor, and Paul McCartney apologist. We will dissect some of the most popular Beatles tracks, as well as some of the duds, and keep you up to date with the latest news. So what do you say, Dave? Let's get to Beatling. Sounds good to me. We've got a very exciting show for you, uh, focusing on our our nominees for the worst worst Beatles song. You want to stay tuned for this because I think we've got some obvious ones and we've got some more controversial ones. So we'll uh, get, battle that out <laughs> and, and sort of see what happens and see what rises to the surface here. But we've got some fun ones, so uh, stay tuned yeah. for that. And I'm I always love, uh, love, 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 love talking about duds. You got <laughs> it's okay it's if it's mo- dud movies, if it's dud whatever. You know? Yeah. So take it away, Chris. Mm, there's a fog upon the lake, <laughs> and that fog coming in are as terrible Beatles songs. <laughs> let's let's start. These are our nominees. Yes. For the whole. <laughs> No. Worst Beatles tracks. Worst Beatles tracks uh, ever. Now these are not solo songs. No. And these are not any though we could have some bad cover tunes from the Beatles, as there were several. Mm-hmm. But we're not including anything not written by them. Correct. These are songs that they wrote and put on their albums and we were subjected to them. <laughs> And uh, the first track is a little, I gave you a little clue of the mm-hmm. first track. And then it's a song called Blue Jay Way. Blue Jay Way. Can you take a look? Yeah. A quick listen. All right. Let's uh, listen to a little of Blue Jay Way. Now, it takes a little while to get going. And that's a that's a good right. place to stop because I am falling asleep as I listen to yeah. the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh, we're so strange. <laughs> later, later, there's a cacophony of uh, a weird, unnecessary background vocalists. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of 
screaming around. You were treated in the early Pratt song to the shrill organ. Yes. The shrill <laughs> Okay, two things I can say about Blue Jay Away. One is a lot of people think it's maybe one of the more interesting things in the movie Magical Mystery Tour, which is saying a lot. Uh, but George yeah, performs absolutely. it, and there's kind of interesting uh, video clips of John and Paul, or John and George, or I don't know, somebody's playing a cello. I think George is playing a cello, and he's like laughing at the camera. It's very strange. You could look at look up the video. But then last Christmas, when I was in Los Angeles, I took a Beatles tour of Los Angeles, and mm -hmm. the tour guide took me to Blue Jay Way, which is at the top of a mm -hmm. very, very high hill and the the car was really grinding she was in a, driving an old toyota or something it was really grinding but it was pretty <laughs> neat great views and very exclusive living up there but uh, that's where derek taylor the beatles press agent and business manager for apple lived and so the whole song i guess is about being late woohoo yeah, a big deal. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, dude, like that's a, like, well, my problem with the song. It's like, it just keeps repeating, don't be long, don't be long, don't be long. Yeah, like, so pretty like, tiresome. Look, who gives a job of crap? <laughs> pretty tiring. <laughs> so we go from Blue Jay Way to an earlier song now. Every Little Thing. beside her People tell me I'm lucky Yes, I know I'm a lucky guy I remember the first time I was lonely without her Can't stop thinking about her now Every little thing she does She does for me So uh, here's my impersonation of me talking to a diehard Beatles fan. Here's me. Oh, uh, that song, Every Little Thing, here's diehard Beatles fan. How does that one go again? It's just a, <laughs> the, a, the most, maybe the single most forgettable song in the uh, entire catalog. Um, it's very innocuous, very like, you know. Uh, it doesn't have a lot going on, except that timpani. The timpani is really what makes it for me. Uh, <laughs> because you can't point to the lyrics, you can't point to the kind of, oh, I don't know, half, maybe. Half-hearted. Yeah, half-hearted, sort of phoned in. List. Listless. Listless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do, you, what do you have left once you take away the vocals, the <laughs> lyrics, and the rest of the, the music. Well, you've got the timpani you know, that goes bum bum. You know, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's a real forgettable, 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 forgettable piece. I think that's the best way to look at it, is forgettable. Also, maybe not so forgettable would be our third entry in here, which is not forgettable, but for different reasons here. So uh, here we can play it now. Un unlike the we other can stuff, song in its entirety. We can play it in its entirety. You read my mind, Chris. Do we so. have enough time for that? For that on this podcast? We do. Know, but... Here we go. Imagine she's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. 
mad, she's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. I wanna tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine. Majesty's a pretty nice girl. Someday I'm gonna make a mine. Oh yeah, someday I'm gonna make a mine. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. It was. I guess it, for the first time you hear it, it's kind of cool because you've just finished this great medley for on, on Abbey Road, the second part of Abbey Road, and you think you know the end finishes, and you think, oh, that's it. That's the end of the album, and then. You keep, you see, oh wait, my CD didn't stop. And then all of a sudden, boom! And then you get... Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we got a bonus track! <laughs> bonus all track! Alright, it's gonna be awesome! <laughs> but then, you hear the bonus track, and... Did it, did it, did my CD stop? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little treat, uh, but it's kind of like, yeah, that was it. And, and then you really examine it, and you're yeah. like, it's a goof. It's a goof of a song. It's a goof. It's a goof off yeah. song. Exactly. Like, don't give me a goof off song. <laughs> and guess what? This ends up being the final, final, final word. Oh, that's a good the point. That's, catalog. That's and true. That just ticks me off. That's a real. I never really <laughs> thought about it that way. That's true because "Let It Be" was recorded before that. So, yeah. Uh, that's really the Technically, last. Technically, Let It Be. I mean, Let It Be was released later, so people kind of think of Let It Be as the last album. Right. But really, this was the last album. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, really. And that's the last little bit we get, that thing. Yep. <laughs> it sounds like it's cut off when, to what, for what purpose? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a total co complete goof. It's off. a goof. I, I think that's a good way. So, so far we've got. Uh, Blue Jay Way was kind of a, a sleepy song. We had uh, every, every Little Thing, which was forgettable. Her Majesty's a goof. And so our next... Yeah. And then how about just a plain, flat-out, not-very-good song? All right, here we are. Number four. Uh, from the White Album, here's Ringo <laughs> taking vocals. That's always a bad thing to hear <laughs> before you hear the next part. Uh, next track... Don't pass me by. I listen for your footsteps coming up the drive. Listen for your footsteps, but they don't arrive. Waiting for you knock, dear On my old front door I don't hear it Does it mean you don't love me anymore? I hear the clock are ticking On the mantel shelf See the hand uh, Ringo's first full-blown composition by himself yeah, can you tell? Uh, can you? <laughs> it took him several it, it, years to write it, too. Go ahead. It's simplistic. Uh, one might say childishly simplistic. <laughs> um, it has no real anything to it. No. The lyrics are the the the, the vocal vocal uh, handling of it is uh, once again listless. 
you know, it's kind of, it's trying to have this bouncy jangly thing happening. Kind of country rock. Uh, country rock, and it just completely blows you away with this hideous fiddle throughout the whole piece. <laughs> You're, you're left you're left after it just thinking about that fiddle. It's like, really about the fiddle, I'm, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about this song. I, 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 how do you feel? I always skip it. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's kind of, the, the, you know, <laughs> it took Ringo a long time to write it, and I would, would hope that he could do some, or have some better lyrics, you know. you what I think you pointed out once that he rhymes the same thing twice in two different lines. Uh, is it by myself, but I'm by myself? Uh, it is. He writes by myself with by myself. With by Unbelievable. Myself. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing, buddy? There's a little quote here that I found that, you know, of course, the, one of the, the lyrics you think about is, you were in a car crash and you lost your hair, which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I found uh, after doing a very thorough internet search here is that the expression to lose one's hair was a fairly common English idiom, and it simply means to become anxious or upset. So, oh. you know, Ringo's being kind of deep it's here, if you think about I it. Thought. I'm changing my, yeah, I'm changing I know, my I know. on this song all of a sudden. Now it's great. <laughs> so, you know, Ringo's... You know, yeah. you know when you listen to Don't Pass Me By, I'll give you the scenario. Mm-hmm. You put the White Album on, you, you hit play, you went in the other room, now you're doing dishes, <laughs> and you're away from your computer, Don't Pass Me By comes up, and you're like, I dry off my hands and walk across the room and, <laughs> and skip it, or do I just let it play, because it's only going to be a few. And I would probably get up and skip it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it just—I don't know. Never, never been a fan of that song, but uh, and I don't think Ringo's performed it very often in concert. Strangely enough, on a, in the All Star mm-hmm. Band, you think he would, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Our our next track, another shorty, another yes. real real short. We might be able to play all of this one too. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to hear all this one, but we could be able to play all this one. And it's uh, from the last or next to last, um, depending on how you look at it. Um, Let it be. Here's a here's a track from Let It Be. Does does this qualify as a goof also? Well, this is a complete goof. <laughs> and here's the thing for us 
real beetle phobes. Wait, that's it. Oh no, we're not a beetle phobe. <laughs> beetle no. file. Our, our real beetle files. Um, there's actually a longer version of this yes. piece of junk, yeah. which is even worse. Because yes. not only do you get all of what you just got there, but you get a lot of Paul just not on the same page with everybody. No. And trying to, Paul's like trying to like, you know, maybe if I start this, we'll, we'll go this way with it. And so he gives him like a dig it up, dig it up, dig it up, dig it up. I think it's we should be, the, we, should, we should be grateful that actually we just have 50 seconds of it. What Chris is talking about, you can see in the movie Let It Be that it goes on and on. It's because it's in, they're just jamming, you know, it's not a real song, but which, which makes yeah. you think, okay, if it's not a real song, then why are we putting it on the album? You know, it's sort of. It's a symptom of, I'll tell you why uh, you know of Dig It and, and hear Dig It at all. It's a, it's a symptom of marketing. This was the only album that got some sort of like, marketing and on the record there's like a this is this is it fighting like the steels in their purest form blah 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 mm -hmm. this is a new face beatles album essential to the content of the film let it be was that they performed live for many of the tracks in comes the warmth and the freshness of a live performance <laughs> Now here's the here's the tricky part as reproduced for disc by Phil Spector. Yeah. Now the album professes to be such a like, oh, this is just impure and live and uh and it was anything but. I mean the album like uh was highly overproduced. Many of the tracks, uh The Long and Winding Road being the best example, were just like completely doctored up with strings and Stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, we, we got to fake it somehow. Let's put some just like a couple jangly jams on it. So that's why we're treated to Dig It and Maggie, Maggie May, May. You know, yeah. just junk like that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those things, just quirky beetle goofs. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Next uh, yeah. track. Uh, that we're going to talk about is um, tell me what you see. Yeah, tell me what you see is a yeah. is a song that comes off of the Help album. It's another. This one needs help. It, <laughs> it does need some help. Yeah, and I we'll, we'll give you a little bit of it here to set the stage. If you let me take your heart. I will prove to you We will never be apart If I'm part of you Open up your eyes now Tell me what you see It is no surprise now What you see is me Big and black the clouds may be Time will pass away If you put your trust in me I'll make bright your day Look into these eyes now Tell me what you see Don't you realize now 
This one is sort of just monotonous. There's kind of no change. I don't know if Ringo does a fill at all in that song. Nobody plays a little clock on it, or somebody does. Yeah, there's claves, I think, or something. Claves, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. It is a real dud. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I know your favorite part is the ending where they, they I guess they ran out of lyrics, so they go, so they just couldn't even think of anything for that one line. Can't so, think of anything to end this song with. No, so we'll just, so just, uh, just, mm, just mm it. It's it's definitely it's right ranks right up there with every little thing. On yeah, most there, forgettable song. I mean, it's really uh, the the other thing. Uh, this song, as well as the very next one we're going to play, um, both uh, share a trait in that I think they're the worst sung Beatles songs. They just, <laughs> there's no energy in the vocals. The vocals are kind of off putting a little bit. Like the, the, the harmonies aren't quite there, particularly in this next song. Mm -hmm. uh, this next song is uh, a classic. A classic. It's a. It's strangely enough, it took three. It took three people to write this song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So here it is from Rubber Soul. We have what goes on. That's all I could take of that one. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another That's second of that. Another. Uh, it's just. It's, I don't know if it was recorded in one take or two takes. Sounds just very rough. And it's a. It's a. You, you said uh, in an email to me, a uh, weak, uh, a weak lead vocal mixed with a whiny background vocal from John. <laughs> That's true because you've got then, Ringo. The, the lead guitar is extremely pinched and irritating. It is. George is very pinched on that, uh, extremely trebly, and it's it's all you hear in that right channel. It's the song's very trebly. You almost don't hear any bass. I don't know, kind of weak and unsteady, and you can tell Ringo's playing at the same time as he's singing. So it's not much happening. Yeah, but compared to the other ones so far, I think this next one has some pretty great stuff in it. Uh, that <laughs> it, it'll yeah, liven up is, the party. Whereas, whereas what goes on might might be like of all of the tunes on the list might be the winner for me. Of yeah, course, which yeah. One. This one's probably the. It's not the worst one, but no. it makes the list still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
when you first hear Little Child off of uh, with the Beatles? Uh, like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, that's a wild, wild uh, harmonica. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty Chill out on harmonica, dude. <laughs> My ears. It's Just pretty, quiet it down a little bit. It's pretty high that's in the mix. <laughs> uh, and then there's a, a harmonica solo, too. There is. Which yes. just has a couple notes over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, this this is again one of those tunes that just you can tell George Martin probably said we need you know boys we need another two minutes to fill the album. So John and Paul went somewhere and maybe they went to the bathroom and I don't know or sitting there and they wrote it on the sink in the bathroom or on the urinal or who knows. But that's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> That's where it yeah, came it comes from. off as a parody of its of a, like a early Beatles song. Yeah, that's like a good... write a parody of an early Beatles song. Make sure you put some come ons, come ons in there. <laughs> some, some, some oh yeah, gotta have an oh yeah. Chances to dancing and fine. Yep. It's got a bouncy beat, I guess is what you. That's something positive you could say. This probably was a, a staple of the early performances and not too bad in, in yeah, that. But, that's um, true. But, yeah, it's just kind of a I mean, real simplistic, real... You know, I have a soft spot in my heart for both of the first two albums. Oh, yeah. Uh, as I, I heard, as a younger man, heard them both back-to-back uh, -back, um, on a... Uh, this was when the first two... When they released... The Beatles on CD. They released two albums at a time. That's right. Back in 1987. And they released two albums, and then they would, it'd be like another four, five, six months, and then they release another two, and you'd be waiting for it. Mm -hmm. And this was the first two they released, and they played them back to back on a radio station. Hmm. And I had them on a cassette tape, and I listened to it over and over and over and over. Oh. So pretty much everything on the first two albums is a little bit, a soft spot in my heart for it, but ugh. Yeah. Song, but the better of the two Honey Pie songs on the, on the it album. Is. And I, if I remember, it's sad when you can't even be the best song with Honey Pie of the title on one album. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, you described the way Paul sings this in a particular way, and it, it always makes me laugh when I think of how you describe his singing. What, uh, how is that? 
Oh, like what is that? Scream singing. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> scream sings. Uh, yeah, this is of course wild honey pie. Mm-hmm. Um, a complete waste of time. The only thing here's here's how I imagine this happened. They came up with a really interesting sounding thing, <laughs> and they were like, "Ooh, this is really cool sounding." Let's yeah. do something with this. And instead of doing something with it or adding it to an existing song that they had, they said, let's just record us kind of fiddling around with this sound. Because it's an interesting sound, right? But why they add a whiny <laughs> behind it, I do not know. No. I don't know either. Unless the only, the only other thing I can think of is like, oh, let's let's just today we're in the studio today. Let's just have Yoko just tell us what to do today. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want us to do, Yoko? Okay, you take uh, instruments. You <laughs> scream honey pie and uncomfortable. <laughs> make yourself and each other uncomfortable. You know, it, that's very good, Yoko, and it almost sounds like you talked to Paul about what to do on that tune. Uh, did, did you tell that? Did you tell Paul to to to, uh, to mumble and say "woo"? I I want to Paul to have a moment where he <laughs> is free to do what he wants to do. Of course, of course. But he he gets into his inner inner hatred, and let's <laughs> just come out. Exactly. That's well, yeah. That's, I think maybe that's what. That's exactly. I think that's your theory is right on. I think Yoko told Paul what to do because he was out. He ran yeah. out of ideas, and so he said, "Yoko, what should I do?" And that's that's what she said. You know, I'm in the mood for after that. I'm in the mood for a a good hard cool rock song, like a good one. Yeah. And, okay. You know, our our last. Uh, we have. Let's see. We're gonna run through four more real quickly here. Uh, yeah. They sort of span the gamut here, but you know, after you're right, after hearing Wild Honey Pie, I'm kind of, I'm aching for one of those early Beatles, rocking kind of tunes. So maybe something like this. Inspired lyric, I think. Early Beatles, 
went through every possible way to talk about uh, uh, love and relationships. Mm -hmm. They sort of ran out at some point. (laughs) I feel like this is one of those after we ran out of like, all right, when I get home, I guess, oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's got that sound. I don't know. I remember there's some bad double tracking too in there. I think John's kind yeah. of gets ahead of himself on the singing and people who don't like early Beatles, this is this yeah. is giving them for their fire because it's like a little too jingle jangly. Yeah, and, you know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, not I, I. You know, I find like this list is 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 falling into two categories. Mm-hmm. It's it's Dudley early jingle jangly songs. And real stupidly experimental songs. <laughs> Both of these next two uh, fall into the stupid experimental nonsense yeah. category. <laughs> oh, the first one is from your your first your first uh, album purchase. It is, in fact, it's the only, or not the only. It's the first song that was credited to all four Beatles from the the movie and the album Magical Mystery Tour, it's flying. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, we were just saying uh, we can accept a song on a, on, a, on a level of like it's a song on a soundtrack. And it's it does have a cool sound. You know, they were really interested in using the Mellotron a lot during 1967, which you know is the the electronic instrument you hear at the beginning of Strawberry Fields Forever. It plays the flute sound, and we heard yeah. the Mellotron again on Flying. And so that's uh, it's kind of a neat sound, very, uh, I don't know, just has a, a unique sound to it. But then they, they enter singing, and it sounds like it's like a classical group, or they sound so serious, like, da, 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 da. <laughs> like, they, like they're, someone's conducting them in the back here. It, it just, it's just out of character. I don't know what the deal is with that. Additionally... This song devolves in the last, say, minute, a mm-hmm. minute and a half, into this sort of, like, wispy, <laughs> instrumental, 
Being played. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of doodling going on, electronic doodling. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, uh, it just bores me to tears. I, I mean, it is a skipper. Yeah, it's sure. a skipper. Definitely. That comes up on, on this album. Yep. This, uh, this, this next to last one here um, might be the biggest controversy. Yep, it is, uh, because it's a song that uh, has what most people would say are very good lyrics and very powerful kind of philosophical lyrics even. Um, but kind of a famous tune. Yeah, of, it's on a famous uh, I, album, you know. Here's a, here's what I heard about this one, is that, we, I forget who said it, but uh, they said they put the album on, but they, uh, this album was uh, one of the most famous albums of all time. They're big listening parties, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you'd get together with your friends and they'll listen to it. And roundly hated by all of the women <laughs> was this song. They didn't like it. No. Too experimental, too weird. Maybe they had something in their right. They might I don't have. know. Let, let's hear a little bit of it. Continuing George's interest in Indian music that he started back on Love, uh, Love yeah. You Too and uh, Norwegian Woods. Uh, Love You Too is kind of very similar, in a very similar place in my heart. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, yeah. kind of like, hey, I, I understand the experimentation, and I understand the idea of, like, let's bring Indian music into the mix. Mm-hmm. But it comes off to me kind of like, a, you know, it's like if I went and I listened to some rap and then I did some rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to hear that. No, right? no. You want to hear real rap. You want to hear, like, people really, you know, <laughs> you definitely don't want to hear me rapping. Or, no. or me going in, into a culture of that I don't understand. Like, a, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Um, Asian, you know, like, yeah, some, like, Chinese music. And then mm-hmm. me coming and playing sort of half-assed Chinese music and singing regular to it, you know. It just, that's, that's what both of those songs are to me. I want to hear regular Indian music. I'm open to hear it. But these Putting songs are just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it- I don't know. Of course, the famous story about it is that when you, if you listen to the end of the song, if you make it through, you'll hear this kind of muted laughter in the background. And supposedly the other Beatles put that on there just because George was being so serious. And 
So they put the, yeah. the laughter on there and adds to the quirkiness of it all. But it, it always seems kind of odd when you listen to Sergeant Pepper and then that comes on. And then it's followed by When I'm 64. So very, <laughs> <laughs> very like night and day kind of songs. I, I mean, I like a lot of these things and the ideas of it. But, yeah, you absolutely. know, I, I, I never, ever, ever see this song. I never choose no. it out. I never listen to it. I always skip it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't always skip it if I want to have a full Sergeant Pepper listening, you know, then maybe I'll put it on. But, um, mm-hmm. Within You Without You is not my favorite Beatles song, no. to no. say the least. And, you know, we should have said this earlier, probably, but the fact that we're just picking these songs as the Beatles' worst doesn't mean that they're all awful songs, and uh, there's, we, and that we think, you know, that some people may like them, so it's just our views here that, uh, you know, the Beatles have, when you have such a great catalog, the ones that are kind of thrown together really stick out, I think, and that's, that's kind of how it works here. Like, for example, the last song of our list is Run For Your Life from Rubber Soul, the last song on Rubber Soul. With another man That's the end Little girl A real shame that this is a good album. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, this album's really, really good, and this kind of stinks it up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. But Lennon kind of knew it, too. Apparently, he uh, said that this was his least favorite Beatles song, although George, wow. it was one of George's favorite on Rubber Soul. Well, it makes it, it, you know, I'm starting to question George's take. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> True. Well, anyway, that wraps up our list. And uh, to run through once what? again. Yeah, you go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to this time. Um, Blue Jay Way, Every Little Thing. Her Majesty, don't pass me by. Dig it. Tell me what you see. What goes on? Little child, wild honey pie. Mm. When I get home, flying within you, without you, and run for your life. Make an album full of that. <laughs> Listen to it and see if you can get through it. Yeah, and if you can't, let us know. I mean, we'd love to know what you think, or if you have nominations for the worst Beatles song, uh, we're definitely open to hearing other ideas. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, and we will catch you next time.